the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Great to be with you today. We're coming to you live, of course, from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, sitting right out front, watching uh, traffic right here in Apopka from a great uh, vantage point right here in the front of Porky's. I'm here with Joe Ferraro, of course. We have another great, it's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter, and we got a lot to talk about on the show today. Have kind of possibly an eclectic lineup. Talked to several people about joining us, and we'll we'll see who who actually does. Who shows up? Uh, one one that we're looking forward forward to speaking with is Scott Garland, vice president of Apopka Little League, and of course manager of the Major League Red Sox for Apopka Little League. Yeah, there's always great things happening in Apopka Little League, and we look forward to having Scott join us on a regular basis to tell us all about it. Um, also. I think it's always now is an excellent time to start talking about Apopka Blue Darter football. And, of course, as you know, 1520 WBZW is Apopka's home for Apopka Blue Darter football. And uh, Florida's home for Apopka Blue Darter football. In it fact, is. You know, to, my, we're, to my knowledge, you know, we're the only live broadcast of a high school football game every week. Uh, in, in, Central, in the Central Florida radio market. So it, it's a big deal. And not only do we have, of course, doubt, tens of thousands possibly hundreds of thousands of loyal Blue Darter fans, alumni, supporters, parents, uh, relatives listening not only here in Central Florida but around the world on 1520WBCW.com. We have a lot of people that listen to the games that are just uh, avid high school football fans. And they know a good sports ticket when you get one. So anyway, until we uh, are able to connect with Scott Garland, let's talk about a popular Blue Darter football. Of course, uh, Joe and I do the – play-by-play announcing for the games and you know joe i it seems like coach d um in the times that we've seen him after you know after the spring game especially even during the spring game seems to have kind of a a little uh, extra spring in his step it seems like he seems a little bit you know seems to be kind of excited about about this group of guys which is a very young team a lot of changes New coaches, some uh, key new coaches on the staff. Coach Rawlson um, is not back as defensive coordinator. Of course, Coach Delgado is not back as offensive line coach. Um, and we wish them certainly all, well, the best. Absolutely. Um, you know, it, where, you know, in their endeavors, um, and I'm sure that they will be because those guys are outstanding coaches. But we, you know, it's, they were major parts of the team in recent years. So, so part of the the, the theme of of you know. 
Apopka Blue Daughter football going into the 2017 season will be changed. We lost the entire starting backfield. Yes. Probably 99.9 of the total offense um, is gone due to graduation. So it's a, a lot of different changes. But but having said that, you know, Coach Darlington, from from my observation at least, seems to ha- to have have you know, kind of a you know. A, an optimistic feel about about this year. Now, not that he said it verbally, right? Because uh, you know he he normally <laughs> kind of downplays the optimism. But I don't know. It just seems like to me he's got a little twinkle in his eye uh, thinking about this team. Well, you know, John Perry obviously uh, spoke with the coach, and if you check the Apopka Chief out today, good article. And even in what the coach is telling John and everybody, he does have a very positive outlook for the team this year they're young they're strong you know they just came off uh, the fellowship of christian athletes camp they look strong he was very happy with the performance of the majority of the people at least that's what i'm getting out of out of what he said yeah and you know that's almost uncharacteristic that's for coach darling very uncharacteristic you know he's uh, notor- he's become notorious now for his uh, poor skill at downplaying the opt- crying optimistic. poor mouth about the team oh we don't have this we don't have that which will be interesting when uh <laughs> crying cow comes around and, and, and you know um and who knows you know we'll just have to see how it unfolds absolutely but i know from my own experiences it's great to have sometimes it's great to have a team that's not quote highly touted coming into a season because right. uh, and a lot of times you got a lot of guys that are hungry you got younger guys that want to make their mark that want to prove themselves exactly and um you know at least um, who knows that that might be what's happening with a popka blue dart football right now and and there's a lot of teams out there that still uh, are gunning for the blue darters because and, that's a that's a badge of honor on their sleeve if they come in and they whoop them. And one thing I'm excited about is the schedule, which is loaded with some of the toughest, some of the best football programs throughout the state of Florida. Now, and that's one thing I always kind of get a chuckle out of is, um, you know, I I could have sworn I saw Dan LaForest <laughs> here a few minutes ago. I think he went inside to get a drink. Okay, um, we'll give him his proper introduction when he and if he reappears. But, <laughs> but um, wanted to um, the thing about Coach Darlington, he's he's so outside the box, and one of the things that's so interesting about him, he's such an innovator, and he sees right. the world through his own set of eyes and ears. And um, but you know, normally traditional wisdom is, and I've certainly bought into this for these many years. You don't want to overload your schedule. I mean, you want to have a you know tough team there, a tough team there. Rival game here, rival game there, but you, you don't want an overly difficult schedule because it's just hard to hard to <laughs> take that beating every single week. But but one thing that we've learned is is the Popka football is is at a place now where it's so let's just face it superior to most of the teams, the program and the culture that Coach Darling has has built. I mean, it's hard even to have a close game. Like, like last year, we played nine regular season games. One was rained out. Uh, due to the hurricane, and um, seven, we had a running clock, which means by halftime, it was already a blowout. Yeah, seven out of nine games against some some decent competition were, were blowouts. In fact, the, the most criticism that a Popka football got last year was from from beating people t- too badly. <laughs> so, so anyway, my my point is, <laughs> it seems a Popka football is at a point now where <laughs> where where you have to load up the schedule with tough games just just to make it competitive and we've got a great schedule this year so it'll be it'll be exciting uh we're gonna be on the road a lot 
four home games. We'll talk about that in a moment. Exactly. Uh, you know, Dan LaForce has reappeared. And, um, Dan, now we're very pleased to be joined by former Apopka Blue Daughter starting quarterback from the Chip Gerke era, Dan LaForest. Dan, great to see you. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Doing great. You know, Dan and I reconnected uh, kind of randomly here about a couple months ago and learned about him. And But I know a lot of our Blue Darter fans and listeners have fond memories of Dan LaForest, the starting quarterback of the great the teams that, that you played on under Chip Gerke era which I believe was, was 86 and 87, is that correct? Yeah, 85, 86, 87, uh, back when we, uh, you know, really at the highlight of, of when Apopka f- football started to uh, to really become a relevant program in Central Florida. Well, thanks for coming out here and, um, and joining us at Porky's today. Hey, I, again, I'm, I'm appreciative to be out here. Oh, first of all, what you bring us up to date on, on what you're doing now? Well, you know, I'm uh, I'm living over in Winter Park. Uh, occasionally, get back here to Apopka, and I'm I'm pleased to see so many great changes that are happening here in the community. Oh, he's a Winter Park guy now. Oh, <laughs> one of them. <laughs> well, you know, I try to I try to use my time uh, wisely, but uh, yeah, I've been very heavily involved with uh, with uh, the the youth football programs and and high school programs over in that area, helping them kind of develop their programs financially and and uh, and otherwise, but. Um, and I'm um, president of LaForest Wealth Management uh, there in Warner Park. The retirement coach. The retirement He's coach. I'm the retirement coach. For, you know, for, I'm sure some of you do listen to us on uh, on 740 The Game on uh, on uh, the, the Talking Old School Radio. But uh, um, yeah, yeah, you know, we're we're excited to uh, to help out, and and it's good to be back in Apopka. And I know that you're very active with Lake Howell uh, too. You really you've taken you know, your love for the game and. You know, just shared your your knowledge of the game and your passion for the game at Lake Howell, both in terms of supporting financial support, helping them get sponsors, um, and also uh, helping coach the freshman football team. Yeah, you know, it's uh, sometimes when you when you play the game as long as that that I have and many others that that have come out of the Apopka area, it, it, it's kind of hard to get it out of your system. And uh, one of the ways that that I can still be involved with with the game of football is is helping the youngsters as they come up through the through the ranks. Well, guys, you're listening to Blue Dart Sports Central. Well, of course, we're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue from Apopka. Come on up and join us for lunch after the show. And, Dan, don't let me interrupt your lunch there. But, uh, you know, um, we, maybe we, you know, John Perry might come up and join us. We uh, very possibly, in fact, we expect to be joined by Scott Garland of Apopka Little League on the show today. So we've got a lot of great topics that we're talking about on the show. And, invite you to come on up and join us as well. It's great to be joined by Dan LaForest, former Blue Darter quarterback from the Chip Gerke era, when that was a great era of a Popka Blue Darter football. And we look forward to maybe having Dan share some of the memories from that era with us on today's show. And, of course, we will be having lunch here at Porky's after the show. Um, now, Joe, Dan, Joe and I were just talking about the schedule this year, which is, um, I mean, it's got to be one of the toughest schedules in the state of Florida, and that's, that's by design. That's by design because, among other things, and I don't want to get too deep into this because we could talk about it all day, and it's the formula is more complicated than uh, uh, than, than the, the nuclear code or the you know what it takes to get to the moon or whatever. But um, you know, there's there's been major changes in the way that high school football is set up in terms of how you make the playoffs and how you qualify for post postseason, and that's shifted from you know up up until this point in, in most recent years, two teams. Made the playoffs out of every district, the district champion and, and the district runner-up. Two teams were guaranteed out of every district. Well, 
And in fact, you know, ironically, every year we've won a state championship, we actually came out of our district as the runner-up. Well, now only one team's guaranteed to make uh, the postseason. That That's the district champion. So right. the only absolute path to make the playoffs is to win your district. And we'll talk about this a little bit later, but our district is tough. You know, we've, um, Evans is in there. Of course, they always have talent. They haven't been winning much lately. But um, but then West Orange and Wekaiva, which not only are, are district games, those are huge rival games, and, and now those are must-wins uh, you know, to make the postseason. Now, there, the other there's another path to make the postseason, and that's based on, quote, strength of schedule, <laughs> whatever that means and however that is defined. And nobody seems to really have a simple answer. I think you have and, to and, have. and how it's defined. But but the point is, you're assessed points for every game you play. And the bottom line is, playing a tougher schedule will help you get to the playoffs if you can win enough games to do that. So, well, we definitely have the schedule for that. Absolutely. And and that's what I mean by the schedule is 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 tough by design. And you're starting off with the preseason game. And of course, that doesn't count on the regular season schedule. But it's you know. As preseason games go, it'll be one of the marquee preseason games in the state of Florida. We take on uh, uh, Daytona Mainland, one of the powerhouse programs in Florida over the last probably couple of decades. Easily. And, of course, we'll have all the action for you right here on 1520 WBCW on the evening of Friday Download the, the app. Starting at 7 p.m. Then you can listen to the ball game no matter where you are. Download the app. It's absolutely free. Just go to your app store. 1520 WBZW. Exactly. And then, of course, we always love to give shout-outs to our listeners around yeah. around Florida, around the United States, and around the world who contact us via text or, or, or other ways during the game. And we'll continue to do that. Well, uh, Dan, can you just uh, share a little bit about, you know, back in maybe your era, say your junior year, you were coming off of an undefeated team. That, that team, actually, you know, there are little similarities to our team last year. Uh, the, the 85 team went undefeated in the regular season, had tremendous high hopes for the postseason, and we were, I would say we were upset at home by Merritt Island, who ironically was coached by a former Blue Darter player, Coach Gerald Odom. But uh, this, you know, this past team was a phenomenal team, seven uh, running clocks out of, out of nine games. Coach D's only undefeated season in his career, and, and then we got upset out of the blocks by, by Timber Creek in the first playoff game, which is you know, a very bitter loss. But um, just tell us a little bit about... Um, Maybe your junior year, some of some of the highlights. Well, you know, it's kind of funny because my my sophomore year is, you know, back back when I played, we didn't have middle school. You know, high school started in tenth grade, so you know, coming into the Apopka football program, my sophomore year was kind of a an interesting time because uh, we actually went undefeated, like you said, that year. Um, you know, and I played with some amazing amazing players. Uh, you know Mark Murray, uh, who went on to uh, start with the Gators and and uh, on on played with the Broncos, uh, running backs and Charles Dowdell and Michael Loman, uh, Keith Johnson, Kevin King, a wide receiver, uh, defensive side of the ball. You know Al Savea, Steve Scoggins, uh, Mike Thomas, David Brown. I mean we had such a great group of guys, and uh, you know I remember you know Coach Gerke had put me on JV for for maybe the first three games before he moved moved up. And uh, ironically, the, the week I came up to varsity, my sophomore year, uh, we were blowing out Boone 49 nothing at halftime, and he put wow. me in the whole second half, which uh, <laughs> which was uh, uh, my first taste of being a blue a real blue darter. 
Well, that's a great way to get started. Let's we're up on our first break. When we come back, we'll continue to talk to Dan LaForest with some great old school blue darter history from back in the 80s, the Chip Gerke era of a popular blue darter football. We're coming to you live from Porky's. Come on up and join us. You're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. It's a great day to be in a Popka Blue Darter. It's a great day to be live at Porky's, and that's exactly where we are. Come on up and join us. The Blue Darters are already starting a lineup at Porky's. And so, of course, as you know, Porky's is your unofficial home for starting your where to start your weekend every Friday, starting with Blue Daughter Central and then lunch at Porky's. In fact, we made that the official place. Yes, we, we did. We did official that. place to start your weekend every Friday. Porky's Original Barbecue. Well, we're looking forward to maybe being joined by Scott Garland a little bit later to talk about the Little League. And until we speak with Scott and, you know, John Perry might be joining us as well. And right now we're just going to talk Apopka Blue Daughter football because once again, and, you know, you probably hear us say it a lot, but it's a big deal. Of course, 1520 WBCW is your on-air home for Apopka Blue Daughter football once again. And we're looking forward to the season, and the season will kick off very soon. In fact, the first day of practice is July 31st. Monday. And the preseason game which, of course, will be broadcast right here on 1520 WBZW. is at 7 p.m. on Friday, August the 18th, versus visiting Daytona Mainland, one of the real powerhouse programs in the state of Florida. And then the first regular season game is the next Friday at Okoy, and uh, that gets into our, our schedule. And uh, so anyway, you know, Joe and, and Dan LaForest is joining us, former Blue Darter quarterback from the Chip Gerke era. He played in 85, 86, and 87, which was a great era of, of Apopka football. And, uh, Dan, you, you were kind of telling us, I think, a little bit off air and maybe uh, about your first you know, time you got on the field on varsity as a Blue Darter. Yeah, it was uh... – <laughs> You know, coming up. Sophomore year. Sophomore year, yeah. You know, because, you know, back then we didn't have, uh, we still had junior high. We really didn't get into high school till 10th grade. And, and, and really, you know, even though, you know, junior high football back then was more geared toward the same lines of, of, uh, of how Pop Warner is set up with youth football. But, um, you know, Coach Gerke and, and Bobby Brewer actually uh, tried to make me a quarterback. And, uh, you know, I remember. Uh, my acclimation to to the Apopka football was, you know, I, I played JV for the first three games, and then uh, Coach Gerke actually moved me up to varsity. Um, my, I think it was the fourth week, and uh, that week we actually played Boone, and I had no idea, you know, really about the offense. I may have known five plays going into the week. And at halftime, we're beating Boone 49 nothing, and, and, you know, Gerke starts yelling out, LaForce, get ready, you're going in second half. And all of a sudden, you know, you're looking up all these seniors that you've been looking up to as you came in and, and, and getting acclimated as a, as, a, as, a, as a blue darter. Right. You know, much less a varsity player. And, uh, did, yeah, that was that – Did was we a, still pull that game out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was fortunate enough to, uh, to not have any of the four passes I threw in the second half uh, picked off. And uh, I, I think we actually scored a couple more times. But, uh, you know, to, to get to, – to, to come into uh, 
into your own and, and, and being part of such an amazing team that year was uh, – was was pretty exciting. Yeah, well, you're a giant guy for a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a story I mean, about I, how you became a quarterback. Why don't you share that with us? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, I give, it, it really is a funny story because, you know, I, I played offensive line. I was always the tall kid uh, growing up and, you know, going to Zellwood Elementary and through a Popka Junior High. I was always that tall kid. And, uh, you know, back then, you know, you always put your tall guys on the offensive line and, and your smaller guys would be your skill guys. You know, you'd have a, you know, a small you know quarterback. You'd have smaller running backs or whatnot. But in fact, for instance, I'll jump in just quickly. Both Sammy Smith and Rodney Brewer played wow. offensive line. Played offensive in line for Hopkins Junior High. And, and really, to throw out the name, a lot of people probably haven't heard in a long time is Marcellus Alexander. Uh, who was our, our head coach for many years at Apopka Junior yeah, High School. And, and he was the guy that really started the fire for many of us as we came up. But, um, you know, I, I, I haven't seen Coach Alexander in years, and hopefully he's still in the area and maybe even listening. But, um, you know, it was it was interesting because, it, you know, you, you pick up, you, you bring up Rodney Brewer. Uh, you know, Bobby Brewer, his brother, was actually uh, one of the assistants on, on the squad then. And, and I remember coming up during the summer and working out before, you know, you become you become a sophomore. And, and they took a lot of the junior high kids and put them through workouts, much like they do today. And uh, we had one of our famous torrential rainstorms uh, during one of those summer days. And I ended up picking up a waterlogged football and, and chucking it 55 yards. And, and Bobby Brewer came unglued wow. and dragged me into Chip's office. So... That was kind of the beginning of everything. So, you know, my sophomore year, I was probably 6'3", uh, 175, 180. But, uh, you know, the end game was, you know, my senior year I graduated. I played my senior year at 6'4", 215, um, you know, which sounds really big. But, you know, you look at today's quarterbacks, you know, I think the first really big quarterback that kind of impressed people was uh, Dante Culpepper when he came up through UCF, yeah. you know, I mean, he was six, I think six, three, two thirty five as, as a kid coming out of high school. And then, uh, you know, and then famously you had Jared Lorenzen, uh, out of Kentucky, who was a whopping two ninety five. So now it's, it's, it's a little bit more common to see a big guy. Cam Newton's probably two forty five, Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, it was, uh, it was an interesting, uh, interesting time. It was, uh, it was an interesting time because, you know, up until then, we had a very run-oriented offense. And junior, my junior year, we had so many great skill guys around us. Uh, Coach Gerke actually put in the run and shoot, so we were a we were a pass-first offense, and uh, and 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 it was it was fun to be a quarterback during that time. Yeah, I'm sure everybody just bounced off you if they tried to hit you. <laughs> well, fortunately, I did. You know, and, and I brag about this too because you know all the credit always has to go to that offensive line and. And in high school, that offensive line averaged 265. Wow. I mean, we had some big boys. You know, you had Mike Thomas, Glenn Pittman, Bobby Stone. Um, and these are the guys that really played toward the end of May. Before that, you had Barry White and, and David Brown. And, and uh, you know, you had some some good-sized, strong guys, uh, you know, out of this Zellwood, Apopka, Plymouth area. Corn-fed. They were very much corn-fed. Guys, gals listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central coming to you live from Porky's have a have a kind of an electric show and a big part of it is talking about Apopka Blue Daughter football and of course 1520 WBZW you're on your home once again for Apopka Blue Daughter football and the action kicks off Friday evening August the 18th with the preseason game versus Daytona Mainland right here at home at 
Roger Williams Field. And we'll have all the action for you starting at 7 p.m. Of course, Porky's is a sponsor of Blue Daughter Football. Yes, they are. The new Charlie Grangers is a sponsor of Blue Daughter Football. And, of course, our regular sponsors, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, BurnFatOrlando.com, and our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. And we have the Blue Darter Supporter bumper stickers that you can get here at Porky's. Absolutely. We'll Swing make that by. announcement now. Get your Blue Darter bumper stickers at Porky's. And there's a great coupon, a buy one, get one free meal at Porky's on the back. So st- uh, pu- st- uh, save that peel off on the back and bring it into Porky's and get a buy one, get one free. Improve the value of your car. Just put that on the back. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> and, and, and I'm very pleased to see and we see, uh, see a number, a lot of them around town. Yeah. And, you know, we got Friends, we got a whole new batch. A couple, you know, and we'll have them at various places around the Popka, but Porky's will be a, a great location to pick up you your right bumper sticker. Absolutely. You, you know, and, and the thing is, is a lot of people ask me about growing up at a Popka and what it was like playing you know, and being part of a Popka football. And, and one thing that I always really brag about that I am so happy to see continues is even with the growth because this this town has absolutely exploded over the last 25 years is the fact that this town shuts down four o'clock on Friday yeah it does and and everything is blue and white and everything is about popka football and you can't say that in other school districts and in other schools no and, and especially now as as metro orlando is is, is getting so big and, and so impersonal and so transient you know it, it, it that's a real advantage that we've got absolutely you know and, and when you have local supporters and this is what has always been great about the apopka community is you have local businesses like porkies yes that is fully behind what the blue darters are about the blue darters and this is the thing that even some people still don't understand this is a national brand now you know i played school i played college up in up in east tennessee and and i've been around the the country and when you bring up a popka believe it or not a lot of people have heard that whether or not it's been associated to the the nfl players and sammy smith and warren Sapp and james mcknight and and, and mark murray and a bunch of the other guys but it's it, it's 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 such a tight-knit thing and and as things evolve sometimes things get diluted and it's so great to see a popka has not done that that's a great point and yeah give all credit to coach darlington you know i mean it's great to have that that great leader you know of course gurky was the one that really took us up to to the to the elite level now popka had great football you know back in the 40s and 50s and even in the early 60s but um fell in a period about 15 years of hard times there and um, in fact, two years before Gerke took over the, as head coach, we were 0-9, <laughs> didn't wow. win a game, and uh, won three the next year, and then Gerke took over the program, won a district championship, our first district championship his very first season, which was 1978, and, and really proceeded to take the program to that elite level over the course of his 23 years. Um, but then he left, and within three years, we're back down to 2-8 and eight again. And then Coach D came in, and has gotten us up once again and even taken it to another level with street state championships. But, we, yeah, we need to give all credit to, first of all, to Gerke and then most recently to Coach Darlington because it doesn't happen by accident. You know, you know, and it's it's funny because, you know, being a football coach has so many different elements that it's very difficult for high school coaches to really understand it, especially when they're younger, is, number one, you're a coach of the game. Number two, in a lot of cases, you're a parent. The third is you're a psychologist. 
Yeah. So, you know, it, it was funny because David Brown, one of my former, former classmates and teammates, we were talking about what really makes a high school coach great. And when you start thinking about it, it's not just winning games. Winning games is a byproduct of what you have put together. It's about the young men that you turn out and how many kids you get the opportunity to continue to play. So you can go 0-9, but if you put seven kids, the opportunity to play in college, that's pretty amazing. That is amazing. Listen to Blue Daughter Sports Central. We're coming to you live from Porky's. Dan LaForest, former Blue Daughter quarterback from 85 through 87, is joining us. It's great to see Dan. It's a great treat to have him come up and join us at, a pop, uh, at Porky's, and we'll be talking about some more great Blue Darter old school history at, throughout the rest of our program. I want to take this opportunity to let you know that about, uh, as Joe just mentioned a few minutes ago, the Apopka Blue Darter supporter bumper stickers are here. They're just literally hot off the presses. We've delivered our first batch here to Porky's. And on the back, there's a great coupon for Porky's. It's a buy one, get one free, and you can buy any lunch or dinner at Porky's with this coupon, which is on the back of the bumper sticker, and receive a lunch or dinner of equal or lesser value for free. That's during football season and beyond. So come on up to Porky's, get your bumper sticker, and get your Por- Porky's coupon for your buy one, get one free meal at Porky's. And Dan, we'll, before we go to a break, we'll just talk about this when we come back from break, but I uh, want to take this opportunity once again to remind you of popular Art football begins on 1520 WBCW starting Friday, August the 18th with the preseason game versus visiting Daytona mainland and as, as Dan was talking Apopka is now not only a you know a dominant program in the state of Florida it's, it's a literally a well-known across the country it's a national brand in terms of high school football and Daytona mainland is, is right up there um, with us there and that's going to be a great way I think to, to, to start the season well I mean with, with the preseason game it won't count on the regular season but that'll be a great preseason game well even looking at the regular season schedule you know a lot of people look at the schedule and go why do they play so many teams away from the area and and again you mentioned it earlier is, is the growth of the area and how schools are now classified it's very hard to put together a schedule that's local yeah, and, and a and, lot and, of teams won't, won't, won't play sign up won't play us anymore. yeah I mean you know, that's, scared. You know, and, and, and we got to look for, for and we got to seek out tougher can say, teams. Can you say University of Lake Bradley? We're going to get our next break, <laughs> and we'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. We're coming to you live from Porky's. Come on up and join us. It's a great day to be in a pocket Blue Darter. It's a great day to be at Porky's. And as we had mentioned earlier, the Apopka Blue Darter bumper stickers are just hot off the presses. We've got the first batch right here at Porky's. And on the back, there's a great coupon for Porky's. It's a buy one, get one free. Buy any lunch or dinner at Porky's and receive a second lunch or dinner of equal or lesser value for free with the back that, that's peel That's a great deal. Of the Blue Darter bumper sticker. I don't care who you are. That's a great deal. Also pleased to be joined by Dan LaForest, former Blue Darter quarterback, 85 to 87. And we're talking a Popka Blue Darter football. Just learned that Scott Garland will not be able to join us. But anyway, it's always great to speak with Scott. We look forward to speaking with him again soon. And we'll continue to talk about Blue Darter football 
which of course kicks off with a preseason game live from home at Roger Williams Field starting on Friday, August the 18th, kickoff at 7 p.m. And we'll have all the action and throughout the entire regular season and hopefully all the way to the state championship game. At least that's what I'm planning on. I'm planning on it too. On 1520 WBCW and importantly, 1520WBCW.com. You can listen to the games uh, throughout the, across Florida, around America, and across the world on 1520WBCW.com. And Joe, tell them about the 1520WBCW app. Go download it. Go to your app store, download, look for 1520WBCW, download the app literally anywhere on the planet. If you've got a signal, you've got the station, you can hear the ball game. And we'd love to hear from all of the Blue Darters listening yeah, no around matter the where country and around the world on 1520WBCW.com or with the 1520WBCW phone app. And we were just talking about the schedule, which is really one of the most exciting schedules you know, I think any team would be playing this year. As we talked about, we've upgraded the schedule in terms of terms of difficulty for a variety of reasons, one of which that's uh, kind of necessitated by the the new playoff format, which that is based point on a, system. Sports, a point system based on difficulty of schedule. And I it's think also, you have to be a trigonometry major to understand. Yeah, yeah it. I'm not even going to try to try to get into it. Um, but it's also uh, necessitated because we need to find people that we can that can compete with us. There's no other, there's no other way to put it. We had seven games last year out of nine that had a running clock. It were blowoffs, blowouts at high at, at halftime. So, but anyway, let's let's go down the schedule right now and uh and uh, so that you'll know. We'll, after the preseason game with, with Mainland, who, of course, is a powerhouse, Daytona Mainland, which is a powerhouse. Of course, that game doesn't count on the regular season uh, schedule. We start the regular season at Oak Hoy. Now, they were a, they were a district champion last year. So yeah, they were. A very, uh, very substantial team. And, you know, they've been a long-time rival. In fact, the very first victory a pop ever had in football was against Oak Hoy back in the day, 1933. So That's when John Land was playing for them, right? He was in eighth grade, actually, that year. <laughs> but he was at the game. Well, and Okoe also has a new new coaching staff this year, too. So, you know, how does that play into, you know, the equation? That's going to be interesting to find out as yeah, well. they lost their coach to Lake Highland, which was interesting. Now, we, um, also, after that, week two will be Miami Norland coming up to play us. That game will be at home. That will be our home opener. And, of course, uh, I think Norland was about 500 last year, but they played a very tough tough division and of course as we all know any team out of dade county in south florida is going to be loaded with talent well not only that they're going to travel well so that's why it's so important for a popka to show up even more at that game and give them a little bit of hometown cooking then a game i think that'll be probably the marquee game in the state week three is lakeland popka versus lakeland at lakeland and of course that's a huge game aficionados know that coach darlington played for lakeland high school a lot of eyes will be on that ball game simply because of that in fact his coach coach bill castle is still the head coach at lakeland in fact and coach darlington has spoken about uh coach castle was a major influence in his life and in his coaching career so anyway that that is a game that first of all popka versus lakeland at lakeland is going to be a huge big deal anyway but then you've got the added spice of coach darlington going back playing on the field as a coach where he played as a high school player 
playing against his former coach. You know, it's funny. We were talking about geographic football here a little while ago, and, and uh, you know, different regions well, breed different is, types, you know. tough football. Yeah. And Polk County boys, <laughs> you know, back, you know, you know, a few years ago, we actually had Winter Haven on the schedule, and they were always tough to play against. Wow. Oh, yeah, Pol- Polk County is one of those real hotbeds of, of high school football, and it, and it literally has been, I think, ever since – football for over 100 years absolutely so you know the thing about lakeland too you're on the road and you're setting a tone because the next week we're in the hot we're in the hotbed dr phillips yeah at dr phillips and of course they're always a challenge they're always loaded with talent they're always really really good they played in the state championship game last year in fact they were leading until right at the end they got to get away from them but also let's point out we beat like dr phillips last year 14 to 15 to 14 in, in an incredibly down to the last second. Yeah, we were down yeah, uh, 14 nothing at right? halftime. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, is it seems like every year it's either or. It's yeah. one of us. And, you know, it's going to be Pop, it's going to be Dr. Phillips. So that's why this game is so pivotal in the almost the middle of the schedule here. And it, there's a f- phenomenal history with Dr. Phillips. In fact, the year 2012 when we won the state championship, they beat us first game of the season at Dr. Phillips. I yes. think beat us by 17 points, if you will. And then we had to meet them again in the playoffs, and we beat them in the playoffs to get to the state championship game. So that's the kind of rivalry that is. It's two elite teams, and and it's always a huge game whenever they play. Well, and the funny thing, too, is even going back talking old school, their first head football coach was Gary Pricer, who was the athletic director at at Apopka. And then right after that, the new head coach was Chip Gerke. And um, then after Dr. Phillips... We've got Boone for homecoming. Of course, that's a Boone that uh, Dan was just telling us about. He debuted, made his varsity debut against Boone, and Boone's a little bit better than they were. Yeah, they're a little different of a program. You know, <laughs> I tell you, Andy Johnson's done a wonderful job taking that program and, and, and keeping it steady. They, they are turning out some really nice football players over there now. A scrappy team. Coach Johnson's an excellent coach, always has a bunch of guys that love to play. A lot, a lot of guys uh, always has a team that's seemingly uh, uh, overachieving out there. So, uh, week five will be Boone for homecoming. Then week six, which will be Friday, September 29th, at Evans. Evans, in recent years, has not been good in terms of wins and losses, but they've always got talent. They had a lot of talented players last year. Yeah, they did. And their coach, as Dan had mentioned off the air, is Greg Thompson, who's a, a Papa Blue Rider football player as well. In fact, Greg Thompson was on that first team of, of that legendary, now legendary, 1978 team, Chip Gerke's first team at Apopka which won our first district championship. Well, you know, even even you're talking about loaded talent. You know, Roger, you and I have been talking about how you know, we were talking about the NFL players over, over the years. Apopka has, in the in the area, Apopka has put more people in the NFL. Evans is number two. To, uh, and, and once again, that's a rivalry. Uh, the first game against Evans goes back to 59 or 60 or something like that. So, And it's, a, it's a neighborhood, another neighborhood rivalry. What, they're six, they're six miles down the road. And and during the 80s, it was the Gerke oh, brothers. The Gerke Bowl, so, absolutely. You know, Bill versus Chip, Chip and, and that was uh, that, that, that's what Chip used to call the bragging rights for Thanksgiving. And, and to give you an idea of the intensity of that game, that was back in the days, if I'm not mistaken, only one team made it out of each district. And so we would, they, we were in the same ditch. So we, that game usually played at near the end of the season, if not the last game of the season, determined who was going to come out of the district and even make the playoffs. And the loser didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, and usually it was it was kind of a it was kind of a hat trick scenario. It was either a Popka Evans or Winter Park. Then after Evans 
we have we're at Jacksonville Mandarin. We're going to make another trip up to Jacksonville, and Mandarin is, is a very quality program. And it of course, is. Jacksonville is another area, a hotbed of high school football. A lot of great high school football in the Jacksonville area, non-district game. Then now the season starts. If it if it wasn't already interesting enough, now the season's really going to start getting interesting. With week eight, we play West Orange at home uh, for another district game. And of course, every district game is crucial because only one week, only the champion's going to going to you know be get the automatic bid for the playoffs. West Orange at home, you know, West Orange under Bob Head has really been a, a an outstanding team. They uh, and then last year they just uncharacteristically went two and eight. So it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back from two and eight. And I'm expecting them to be more like the the good teams that West Orange exactly. has had and not the two and eight. Well, teams. you know, it was at the Miami Hurricanes once said, we don't rebuild, we reload. So we're going to find out what West Orange has got. But, you know, you, you take a look, and it, and it seems like over the years, everybody's trying to figure out who the true rivalry is. And it's always been West Orange. You know, West Orange is the true rivalry for the Apopka area. And once again, that game goes back all the way to uh, – First year we ever had football, 1933. You know, back in the day, that was it was Winter Garden Lakeview, and you know through various machinations. Now West Orange is the school that represents the town of Winter Garden. Exactly. But, but still, that, that uh, the, the public school from Winter Garden and Apopka have been playing since 1933, and that is, is a rivalry of almost unmatched intensity. And then, and that's not even talking about the district aspect of it and the fact that you got to win the game um, it's most likely it's a must win to, to win the district yeah. especially late in the year week nine will be a bye that's friday october 20th and then the week 10 which will be the ninth game of the seat will be actually the ninth game of the season is against week hiva at home october 27th and that's senior night as well and that game most very possibly could be for the district championship that's going to be a very tough game because wakaiva is looking great they looked great last year yeah, you kind of hate to see them get to the level where they've gotten, you know, for uh, up until, I believe, last year, there would only been one game where we didn't score at least 50 points on them, and that was, I think, 49. It, it but, got to the but, point it was sad. We were beating them so badly. It's good to see them, you know, having at least some good players. Yeah, and honestly, you never want to beat down a team, so you're always yeah. excited to well, see them I, rise I, I don't up. Know. I, I, frankly, I loved it. My favorite game was I say the, beat down. I, well, I, like, I like the 83 points we hung on them. Unless it's Dr. Phillips or <laughs> yeah, West Orange, yeah. then the beatdown's okay. But, you know, uh, you know, Wakav is kind of like your little brother. You know what? Exactly. I agree with that. Except not so little, man. They're, if you yeah. see them, they're, they're huge. In fact, uh, they're all the, your size, Dan. The Sentinel <laughs> came out with... Uh, rankings and they had uh, like five or six times more players uh, ranked highly than, than we did so okay well listen it's probably time for us to go to break too I think in fact yeah we'll go to a quick break and we friends I've just been informed that Scott Garland is joining us by telephone vice president of Apopka Little League and coach of the Major League Red Sox so we're going to go to a quick break we'll come back at Porky's and we'll be joined by Scott Garland along Dan, with thanks a Dan lot, man. we'll be right back it's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue. It's time to start the weekend. Come on up and join us for lunch after the show at Porky's, 256 East Main Street. And while you're here, 
or even if you can't stay for lunch, come up and get the Apopka Blue Daughter Supporter bumper sticker. They're brand new. They're hot off the presses. You can get the first batch right here at Porky's Original Barbecue Apopka. And they got a great coupon on the back on the peel-off. It's Porky's Buy One, Get One Free. Buy any lunch or dinner at Porky's with this coupon on the back of the bumper sticker and receive a second lunch or dinner of equal or lesser value for free with your Porky's Apopka Blue Darter bumper sticker peel-off. Still joined by Dan Rice. Joe Ferraro is joining us. And now we're pleased to be joined by Scott Garland, Vice President of Apopka Little League and coach of the Major League Red Sox. Scott, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Sorry it took so long. That's okay. Hey, you're worth waiting for. What can we say? But uh, we always <laughs> love to hear that. about Apopka Little League. And what what would you like to share with us today? Well, first, I, uh, you know, I, I think it back uh, there at the end of your last segment. Uh, I just want to say I'm, I'm actually from uh, West Orange. That's where I went to school at. I was there in the in the late 90s. And I, I get the whole rivalry between Apopka. But, boy, I didn't see one because all I ever saw was Apopka steamroll uh, uh, West Orange every time I went to a game. Uh, it is it is nice to see West Orange step up a little bit. But I'll tell you what, I'm now an Apopka guy. And, uh, I get no more enjoyment than watching uh, the Blue Daughters Beat the beat the out of West Orange. Amen. So that's great. So do we. Absolutely. You know. And um, <laughs> yeah. You know, with, with Coach Darlington, with since he's arrived, we have um, yeah, actually we had like some kind of outrageously long winning streak. He had never actually lost to West Orange until they beat us a couple of years ago, and then of course we avenged that one with something like a forty-two to nothing victory in the in the playoffs. But you they know, absolutely Bob did. over there. He's done a done a great job and um, loaded them up with talent, and you know they're a, they're a force to be reckoned with now, and we're going to have to get through them to to win the district and get to the playoffs this year. And we're, we're really looking forward uh, to that game, after- which will be week eight, October thirteenth. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, that'll be a be an exciting exciting game to watch, along with the rest of the games uh, on that schedule. But yeah, uh, to to jump into the little league, uh, we've got uh, uh, registration going on right now for the fall fall season um we'll start kicking off uh tryouts uh the week of uh august uh, 29th um all our dates are, are up on the website at the moment on our facebook page uh so we'll pretty much uh, uh have registration from now until then and then that week we'll, we'll we call it tryouts but it's also a, like it, it's a skill assessment get the kids out there uh see what they can do have the coaches grade them and then we'll start picking teams uh later on in that week so we'll We'll pretty much kick off about the first week of September, starting to starting to get practices in, and, and a few weeks after that, we'll we'll get the season started with playing some games. That's great, right around the corner, and uh, yeah, I know that you and you know Gary Odom, the president, and so many people just give so much of yourselves so that these kids can have a chance to have this wonderful experience of playing a popular league. I know, said it many times before, the greatest experience of my childhood and my life was paying for a popular little league. And it was made possible for people like you. you know, back in my day, it was Mr. Anderson, my coach, Mr. Usler, you know, Bill Henry, the Pittmans, uh, you know, Robert Pittman and Ben Pittman, and so many other guys. I'm, I'm not mentioning Mr. Trapp, you know, so many other people that I'm failing to mention. Harry Tyson was big in it. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mahaff, Jim Mahaffey was president of Popular League in the early days. Um, but you know, those people literally um, are, are responsible for a lifetime of great memories. And now you, you and your colleagues leading the league or doing the same thing and yeah i can't say how much i personally appreciate it and and you know 
and, and um, hats off to you, and thank you. Oh, absolutely, and I appreciate you saying that. Uh, you know, everyone that's out there, uh, whether it's uh, business managers, team moms, uh, board members, I, I can honestly say that not one of us would, would have it any other way. We all enjoy every minute of it. Uh, sure, there's there's stressful times. There's you know the times where we all know this happens. The parents uh, parents make things difficult. Uh, it's supposed to be about the kids, but then the parents get in there and you know and they start you know whatever. Uh, and of course, when that stuff happens, it, it kind of makes you question, like you know, should I be doing this and this and that? But then you get out there on the field. You forget about all that nonsense, and you see the way the kids play, and you watch their smiles, and, and you watch a kid grow from, say, if you get a beginner ball player out there and he can't catch and, and not very good at throwing, and the end of the season and you see him making, you know, catches and, and making a, a decent throw in and getting his first base hit, you know, it, it makes all that, and I don't even want to act like there's a lot of it, but it makes all the, the negatives go away immediately to you, you see, hey, that's, that's why I do it right there. That kid will remember that first catch for his entire life. That kid will remember his first hit for his entire life, and, and hopefully you're you're building and, and making a positive memory in, in each one <clears throat> each one of those kids' lives. Great point, and, and thank you for sharing sharing that with us. And yeah, it's great to see you, your passion uh, for for helping these kids and coaching these kids. And I also want to mention that. Uh, Blue Darters are really starting to pour in now at Porky's. And, of course, the non-Blue Darters, I want to say a shout-out to Terrell Hendricks, former offensive lineman for the popular Blue Darter football. we got a great representation of former Blue Darter football alumni here. Dan LaForest, former quarterback in the Chip Gerke era, is joining us. And, Scott, we got, we're down to about less than two minutes. Uh, Scott Garland, can you just maybe take a minute and share about the Challenger division? Because I know that's uh, something you got started last year, and it's something unique and special. And, you know, I, I know that's another part of your passions as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's probably one of my most, uh, my, 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 I would say easily my, my most favorite part of being a part of this league. Uh, we've got a, a, a group of kids who, who don't always get to have the same, um, uh, things that, that that most i don't want to call them normal kids but uh for lack of a better term at the moment uh, normal kids and go out there and don't have a, a, a special need uh, we get to get them out there and and treat them just like everybody else we get to get them out there with some some buddies uh help them to make sure they don't get hurt help them to learn uh some fundamentals and you know just watch them enjoy the game of baseball run around you know throw the ball uh we let them pitch a little bit you know, get up there and, and, and face, uh, you know, some of these kids. We're going to hopefully get a game against uh, the, the Blue Daughters this year out there on their field. I've uh, been talking to Coach McDaniel about that a little bit. We're going to see if we can't make that happen this year. And I'll tell you what, for anybody that hasn't seen it yet, look for it on our website. Look for it on our Facebook page. You want to get out there and you want to watch a Challenger game because there's nothing that will make your heart smile more than seeing these kids play Thank for you. the hour or so that they do. Well, thank you, Scott Garland, for sharing about it with us. Friends, that's going to, Scott, that's going to be our show today. Friends, thank you for joining us. It's great to have Dan LaForest join us. Thanks to Joe Ferraro and Jeff in the studio. Come on. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.